sworn the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmith. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Husker, more like Corn Sucker. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a Nebraska desert. That Nebraska desert just happens to not have a defensive coordinator right now. They're dropping like flies in Lincoln on that coaching staff. We put out a little bit of a joke tweet uh, earlier this week that Trev Alberts was like, if you have a red polo and you feel like coaching, we need help desperately. So (laughs) it's not so far off from that right now. But first, before we get into that, we really want to talk about uh, the game, the Hawkeye game this week, the one that matters. Um, we were able to get the win. Iowa won 27 to zero. It took all day, all night to get the dang thing done. Took till um, Sunday. Oh, geez, man. Um, lots of lightning delays. Uh, I, I want to get everyone's thoughts on how the game went. I need to let you know, um, try to step back in a time machine to a time where I could drink fireball and, uh, <laughs> had some fireball throughout the night with, uh, with my Tito's and, um, the, the, the Tito's won. And, uh, so the, like the, one of the last delays I was, I was like, I'm not going to make it like, and they made it seem like that they weren't going to play the game. Like I was like, they're just gonna, you know, cancel it. And there was rumors that it wasn't going to be played. I think for the first time in my life, I didn't make it through a whole Iowa game. Uh, so there was, uh, other uh you know other things at play with the whole rain delay and that was super frustrating and it felt like i texted you several times to let you know so uh i i got those texts but it was the next morning um (laughs) the 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 big big problem and this is when i knew i was over the edge um the uh the the big 10 uh documentary that they had on uh, with the kids in the hospital and the wave and all of that and you know, the lady talking about, you know, one of the ladies on the show talking about how they had lost their son. I was a blubbering mess and I completely <laughs> fell apart. And my wife's my wife's like, I know this is sad, but like you're getting real emotional. And then they said that the kid when the kid passed away, that he he died and it was on my birthday. And then I just like I, I was like, I need to go be alone for a little bit. I was an absolute disaster. So anyway, Adam was a mess. Saturday didn't make it till the very end. Um, 
I wanted to get what you guys thought of the game, where you watched it, what you thought of, of the game, what you thought of our quarterback play, our offense, defense, the kicking, everything. We're going to start out with the sauce himself, Marty. Uh, Marty, tell us about you. I, I heard you had a pretty wicked euchre game going on at your house and some, <laughs> some, some cards, some cutthroat competition. Were, how much of the game were you able to focus on and what'd you think? Well, um, mine was not Tito's. Mine was on the Crown Royal side, of course. Okay. And uh, yeah, admittedly, I had to wake up Sunday morning and look up the final score. <laughs> All right. Me too. I couldn't remember. It was a good game. You know, I, I was glad to see Petrus come back um, somewhat. Uh, you know, I think, I think the delays bothered both teams. Yeah. Um, they couldn't really get into a, a good rhythm. I was really happy to see the receivers back. I think it was a hopefully a good transition game to more positive, more positive play the rest of the season. Yeah, the um, Kyle, I think your microphone's rubbing on your shirt again or something. I keep hearing that. Um, the <laughs> the Keegan Johnson being back. Uh, man, that made a big difference, him being out there. It just seemed like there were so many more options down the field for them to throw the ball. And Spencer, you know, and again, I know it's Nevada, and they don't have a real prolific defense at all. And probably towards one of the worst in the country. But this game, Matt, okay, uh, Spencer jumped up from the very worst, 131st QBR in the country, to 127th. Wow. He, he's make, making moves. Cashing checks and breaking necks, moving his way up. He was 14 for 26, 54%. So, I mean, it was improvement. It was better. Um, what did you think, Matt? Where, where'd you watch the game? What What were your thoughts from what you saw? And do you feel like we're moving in the right direction? Or do you just feel like, hey, we're kind of still right where we were? It was just Nevada. I, I just watched it at home. Um, it, was, uh, it was a long week. But uh, I thought about – anyways, for the game-wise, uh, we, we definitely made some steps in the right direction. Was it moving mountains? Absolutely not. It's Nevada. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Penser connect on some more of those deep throws. He did look better. He did look more comfortable in the pocket, and our offensive line did do uh, a lot better. Um, the offensive line created more uh, holes for running backs to get through. We, I mean, there's just a lot more things clicking. Even in a chopped-up game, things still clicked better than they had in the last two games. So at least you have that going into Rutgers. You know, um, it's Rutgers. Hopefully we can pull off a win there. I know that's down on the pick side when we, we'll break that down, but uh, – yeah. It's it did look good. It did feel good to get a twenty-seven nothing win. Our defense is still locked down. I mean, I kind of figured that was the way that was going to go with our defense. Uh, I really like our new uh, who was kicking for our field goals and our extra points. I thought he looked a lot more comfortable. I'll haul his center punch the goalposts. Uh, so you know that just adds to that special team. Sorry, Kyle. I hope I didn't take anything away from you there. Um, yeah, I mean. It's promising. It's the right direction. It, I mean, we still have a lot, long ways to go. Okay. 
Um, Kyle, what are your what were your thoughts from what you saw? And I really want you to break down the kicking game too. Um, I thought it was it Drew Stevens that came in. We went two for two for his field goals, three for three for extra points. It seemed like the kicking game was a lot more under control. What what were your thoughts from what you saw the game? Well, uh, kicking specifically, you know, again, proud of him. He's a he's a freshman. Uh, I believe he's a walk on. That's that's always awesome to see that. Uh, you know, something that does scare me a little bit is, you know, why did they why did they change? Um, you know, they've given Petrus these goes. You know, I know the quarterback. That's a much different position than kicker, but uh, it makes me wonder. Like, uh, I guess back in my day, like it was just a huge punch in the gut if you got taken out and. You know, what did Aaron Blom miss? I know he missed that, you know, big one against Iowa State. Um, you know, that could have been affecting his entire performance this week. So maybe that's why they decided to give him, you know, who knows if this guy, this Drew Stevens guy is, is, is the is the main guy. He might just be stepping in. Yeah. The, you know, who knows what's going on. But, but uh, you know, it always concerns me a little bit when there's all of a sudden such a quick kicker change, it's, uh, especially when that position is supposed to be uh, automatic uh, and there should just be one guy. But anyway, mm-hmm. um Good to see that again. Yeah, his his extra points were great. Everything looks solid. Uh, I hope that if he uh, whatever he continues in whatever capacity, he can keep it going. You know, I'm a big believer in get two, three, four games under your belt before I start trusting you as a kicker. Um, yeah. You know, get some big kicks. He had a 43 yarder. I mean, that's that's a solid that's a solid kick. Um, my thoughts on the game overall. I was watching it at my little brother's reception all the way uh, up in Cedar Rapids at the Cedar Ridge Winery. And, um, you know, I was excited to see, you know, there just seemed to be a little bit more energy in the team. And I firmly believe that that's because it was a night game. I love night games. You know, the energy was always super high for everybody. Um, You know, my only thing is I I know that there was improvement from Petrus and and the offense. But for me, it just wasn't enough to convince uh, that we're going to be pushing forward even stronger. Uh, we did just play Nevada, you know. If we if we played Ohio State, um, I'd I'd be telling a different story. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens, you know, next mm-hmm. next week next week with Rutgers. Well, I mean, yes, we got to consider the circumstances. I mean, Spencer throwing for 175 yards that was a great. You know, he threw for 54 percent, 12 or 14 for 26. It was an improvement. You know, they a lot more seemed to be open down the field. Having more receiver options was definitely a thing. I feel like he got a little bit better protection. But, again, we got to remember it's Nevada. They lost to Incarnate Word. I don't really want to get too excited about this and think that we're here. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. How's that? I'm starting to say that I'm ignorantly optimistic when that happens because I just (laughs) talked myself into it. What I hope hope is that they know, you know, like you can't rest on – you can't I hope that they know that they just basically beat a high school varsity team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. By only 27 points. Yeah. I mean, we still didn't put up a lot of points. I mean, incarnate word put up more points on them than, than we did. So that's, that's something to think about. Um, I got a little treat for you guys today. There was some more Nebraska news in uh, out there for us. And so um, we're going to have a guest picker today. And I know that you guys will be real excited about this. Um, So I won't be making picks. We're going to have the guest picker, but um, the Husker Homer himself, the Nebraska Hawks nest troll, our favorite from Mikey C Productions. We have Michael Carnes in the Mikey house. Mikey C Productions. There he is. 
Mike, can you hear us? Oh, I don't think he can hear us. He's got that Wayne, Nebraska internet connection. They're they're still on horse and buggy out there, so he's got a he had to ride that somewhere to an internet connection. He didn't go far enough. Oh, Mike, can you hear us? Uh oh, well, Mike's having some internet problems. It looks like here, it's technical difficulties. Mike, you're all blurry. We can't hear you. I think he's on dial up. He's, <laughs> it's that it's that American broadband internet out there. It's just like, oh, uh, it's this not looks like this looks like the Husker defense. <laughs> non-existent really slow all right mike if you can hear us work on your internet see if you got to reset it because we can't see a really you're you're blurred out man he's trying to show us his husker hat but uh didn't doesn't look like that's gonna work out um we'll maybe give him a chance to join here again in a little bit um all right guys so nebraska is making a change at Defensive coordinator Eric Chenander was relieved of his duties today after the 49 to 14 loss to Oklahoma. Um, I wanted to see if you guys got a chance to watch this one and if uh, what you guys thought about it, because it really seemed like Oklahoma took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter. Well, and they took, it, they took it off in the third quarter. Yeah. They could have scored, Oklahoma could have scored 100 points in that game. Yeah. I, I, I watched it. Let me see if I Mike Mike's getting riled up. I'm gonna see if we can get him back in here now. Mike, are you? Let me. Is, let me uh, re, he's let me back. Re, let me re. Uh oh. Still, still no good, Mike. You're buffering, man. It's that American broadband again. You can't you see got it. Mail. It's not, yeah, it's, this, this isn't an AOL chat room. We need AOL, AOL dial-up. Oh, man. All right. But anyway, um, Marty, keep going. What were you saying? Like, what did you, you think about that game? Yeah, they the Oklahoma definitely let their foot off the gas at halftime. Um, and, and so did Nebraska. Nebraska brought in, I think they played three quarterbacks. Um, so, you know, there were a lot of substitutes. Second half was pretty, pretty boring, but that – Oklahoma's got a they got a good they got a great team. Yeah, they and do. Nebraska defense again just wasn't there, just didn't show up. I don't want to be rude and I know, but I'm gonna anyway. Like first of all, I'll be I'll I'll preface it with something nice. Chubba Purdy looked, I thought, pretty good. Um who would name their kid Chubba? Okay. <laughs> like that that it should be illegal child abuse. You name your kid Chubba. Like I hope that's a nickname, Matt. I I don't know if it's. I don't know if it is or not. It, 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 that's one of the worst ones I've ever be. heard. It's it's got to be Matt. What did you get a chance to watch that one? What'd you think of it? Yeah, uh, I did. It was pretty pathetic. I uh, I I didn't watch the fourth quarter. I'll be honest, but I watched all three of the other ones, um, which was like kind of painful for me to watch, even. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, Oklahoma's clicking on all cylinders. It, it was just, uh, it was way too much for Nebraska to even yeah. think. Over, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I, on, and all I, le- on all levels. And, you know, I, I, I guess I don't understand why. Why was today the day that you realized that your defense was inept? Like, to, you know, today you realize that you needed a new defensive coordinator. Like, you haven't been able to stop anybody all year. And then Oklahoma blows you out, and it's like, okay, we've had enough. So I don't know if that was a Trev Alberts move or a Mickey Joseph move or, or who decided that. But, right. um, 
you know, as they had like, to reevaluate their program after that loss to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had this voice in my head. Marty's not going to know who this is that, um, uh, like when they fired him, I heard in my head, another one. Again, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Kal, can't remember. I know Matt won't remember either. Um, what anyway? But yeah, as soon as I saw that he got fired, in the back of my mind, I heard another one. It's like nonstop; they're dropping like flies. So they are, I think, promoted their special teams uh, coach to yeah. uh, defensive coordinator. So um, not looking good. I wanted to go over something with you guys today too. This is surface before we get into our picks. Um, it's funny how when somebody's not uh, in their job now, all all this stuff about Scott Frost is coming to the surface, and people are feeling in Nebraska free to be able to talk about things they've seen and witnessed, and you know stuff like that. Um, there's a a radio show I, I can believe it's in Lincoln. Um, it's either Lincoln or Omaha, but I'm pretty sure it's Lincoln. It's the official Husker station that does the the coaches' interviews and has the coaches' show on it. And the guys have a you know a pretty close relationship with uh, the athletic department university, and um, they were not on air when they said this, but it was being recorded uh, by a camera and audio, and that there is a ton of stuff coming out now that uh, Coach Frost wasn't showing up to meetings. He was showing up super late uh, when you came to him that uh, players would. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam's internet is looking like Michael Carnes. Internet. <laughs> he is just frozen right there. Uh, that was, that's an interesting point that he makes if that's the case. Cause you start, not showing up to meetings and having player issues with you as a coach. I, I can see why that led to an early firing, I guess. Sure. At that point. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you think, Kyle. I mean, you've been there. You, your coach shows up late. What do you think as a player? Uh, I can't remember a time where that happened. I mean, I were, I know what happened when players showed up late. Right. <laughs> I remember seeing it happen in, uh, as a freshman. And uh, I remember witnessing what happens when you're late and saying to myself, that's never going to happen to me. <laughs> right so. uh, yeah yep I get it <clears throat> uh, Marty any thoughts yeah, on that yeah I heard I, I heard some rumors I, I don't know that I want to say them all I don't know that there's any facts to it but it, it is some pretty uh, it, if it's true it, it, it was pretty sad because you know I, I did hear about showing up late <clears throat> I heard he he may have stopped at the bar on the way to some 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 uh, meetings and some uh, practices too. So it's crazy. Yeah. I know. I know. He personally, I think there was some issues there with him too that he had. Um, maybe. Yeah, it's probably it might be a, a better thing for him personally to to get away from it all, kind of take a take a step back and get get things together in his life. By the yeah. way, it sounds so. Um, Definitely hate to hear that about someone, even if it was a, a Nebraska coach. Uh, anyways, I don't know. Uh, Adam's agenda is not in front of me, so I, I guess I don't know what's next. Can you please carry back? You're still, you're still a little uh, glitchy there, buddy. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Can you? There you yeah. Go. You're, can you? Yep, you're can you good. Guys hear me, okay. 
All right. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. We were, we were making fun of Mike for his internet connection, and then I I have that, and it completely went out. So I'm not really sure what's going on here. Oh, let's see if Mike is Mike here now. Mike. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Are you there? Yeah. And and I. I well, I it's funny. I, I were making. I, I want. I want to to just to to uh, clarify things here. I'm on the same internet system that some a certain someone on the show sold me uh, several <laughs> years ago when he worked for the uh, internet provider that I'm with right now. So, so for what it's worth. Hey, he's full of it. I I didn't sell residential. <laughs> nice try, buddy. <laughs> oh, he gave it a shot. <clears throat> he, he swung. He went for it. All right. Well, and the ironic thing too is I'm sitting here making fun of you, and then my internet completely went out, and so I'm sitting here like, "Oh, it's <laughs> so that's going on." Um. All right. It's it's still cutting out on you a little Man. bit, bud. It's still cutting out. <laughs> Mine works good, so. So while he's trying um, to figure that out, Mike, why don't you tell us your thoughts on Scott Frost and uh, the defensive coordinator that just lost their jobs at the University of Nebraska? Well, I said this five years ago and everybody thought I was nuts. And I, and I hate to say I told you so, but I, I said five years ago that Scott Frost was making a mistake to come to Lincoln. And the reason is, is because he was building a potential dynasty at Central Florida. He had he had everything out there for him. He, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, I'm very good friends with a guy who was the uh, uh, SID at Central Florida at the time. And, and we were talking about it one time. He says, Mike, he can he can walk out his, his office door right now, get in his car and see 25 star recruits within a half an hour. And so the, right. he had he had everything right there in front of him to, to uh, build a, you know, to be like a, a Bobby Bowden was in the 70s or uh, uh, Howard Schellenberg in the 80s or even Steve Spurrier in the 90s. He had all of that in front of him. But he, he chose to come home. And, you know, you can't blame him for coming home because, you know, who, would, who wouldn't want that opportunity to be the, you know, the savior of your alma mater and, and that sort of thing. But it was clear from almost from the start that this is not going to work. And, um, you know, when he started 0-7 and, and lost, you know, I don't, we've lost so many one-score games over the last five years that uh, it's, you know, it, it, we can't even count them anymore. Uh, and so the, the end was inevitable. And it, it's sad. It's sad to hear that things were even worse than we, uh, we, we were told or that, that the media was telling us back then. Uh, it was even worse than, than what we were hearing. And uh, uh, hopefully he can get, get himself straightened out or get his life straightened out. And he's a brilliant coach. He's, he's, he's a fantastic coach. He'll, he'll land on his feet somewhere. Hopefully, you know, maybe as an assistant somewhere, or maybe he'll get an opportunity at a at a uh, uh, a, a school, you know, at, at the level of a SMU or a Central Florida or something something along that line, somewhere down the road. But uh, as far as the Chenander getting getting uh, fired today, um, well, I, I, the the only question was why did it take so long? I mean, this guy this guy is giving up, you know, the kind of numbers that you you put up on on uh, Xbox playing. Uh, NFL, NFL uh, you know, playing college football on your Xbox. I had 500 yards. Oklahoma had 500 yards on us in the by the third quarter, and they could have, they could have played name that score on us. I mean, I remember the, the uh, 90, uh, the 90 uh, Osborne's last year when we beat Oklahoma 69 to seven, 
And I was sitting in the press box that day at Memorial Stadium thinking to myself, geez, we could, we could hang a hundred on. I mean, it was, it was just that pathetic. And that's exactly what, what it was, what it was like in reverse Saturday. Um, I didn't even watch the game. I was, I was uh, out uh, covering some other stuff with, uh, with my work. And, and uh, I happened to run into somebody, somebody who's listening to the game. And, and uh, I said, Hey, what's the score? He says, that's middle of third quarter. We're down 49, seven. I was like, okay, if that's all I needed to know. That was exactly what, what I thought it was going to be. My only disappointment with yesterday was, was that I didn't take every penny in my savings account and go over to the sports book in Sioux city and put it on Oklahoma. Cause I, I could have, I could have made a lot of money yesterday. 10 and what was it? 10 and a half point spread. I, you know, I yeah, could have made a, I, could have made a I was shocked that that's what the spread was going into it, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. What about the defensive coordinator? Well, the, the new, new defensive coordinator is actually from Pender, uh, which is just about uh, half an hour away from where I'm sitting here in Wayne, Nebraska. So, uh, um, you know, at this point, any anybody will do at this point. I mean, we can't, you know, when you got a guy that's, that's uh, leading the defense that is – what, what 114th against the run and 120th against the pass and like 115th in scoring defense. Yeah. I mean, you know, five of the five of us in here could run, run a defense better than, than that cloud. So. <laughs> no. uh, That's it's, it. Uh, wasn't good. I'm surprised they didn't let him go with Scott, to be honest with you. I was surprised they let him hang on another game. Well, well just, guess- just, just imagine that if they started uh, got a team, a program together where Brian Ferentz was the offensive coordinator and then your <laughs> defensive coordinator came in, how horrible that would go. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> All right. It'd be like, well, be like uh, Georgia Tech and Cumberland College back in 19, the 1910s. There. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, 280 to nothing or something. Mike, we're still not sure how much of this is a Brian Ferentz problem or if it's Kirk you know, pulling the strings. We really just, nobody really fully knows. So um, we're still trying to figure it out. What, uh, from your perspective, Mike, um, and again, sorry guys for the internet problems. uh, Somebody unplugged our internet and weird thing is if it gets unplugged, it doesn't work. So odd. I went up there and it was just like hanging out, hanging out of the outlet. I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, no wonder why it's not working. Hank. Um, Dirty yeah. dog. It might have been my dog, honestly. Like, I really, and if it was, I can't. I can't even be mad at him. That's kind of funny. But uh, Mike, wanted to get your thoughts too on what you've seen um, from the Hawkeyes this year too. And we're going to talk to you a little, maybe a little bit more about the Huskers. But um, what have you, what have you seen from Iowa? You know, you've watched a lot of football over the years and covered a lot of athletics. Uh, and you know, being a diehard Husker fan too, like how, how do you feel about what you've seen from the Hawkeyes so far, or lack thereof? Well, I, I think if the two teams played today, it would be it would be an entertaining game. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure it'd be the kind of entertainment that either side would want to. Yeah. <laughs> would want to see because, uh, uh, you know, I, I know you guys have, have uh, struggled with the with the guy that has started with uh, quarterback for you the last couple of weeks, and and uh, um, you know you, you got to think that uh, that at some point uh, uh, Kirk needs to sit a sundown and say, look. What you're doing isn't working. We need to, we need to do something. And uh, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how how much longer you let that let that kid go. And and uh, you know, at some point he either gets it or he doesn't. You know, you're you're getting ready to start Big Ten play. You want to have all your ducks in a row uh, as yeah. far as who you're who you're 
you know, your key people are. And, uh, you know, Nebraska right now, you know, we don't, hell, we don't, you know, we, we don't even know who our, our uh, kicker is right now, I don't think. So, uh, yeah. it's crazy. Oh. Hey, I did want to, I, I did want to throw, throw something at you guys. Somebody told me this tonight and I don't, I, I haven't been able to verify it yet, but they told me, we were talking about the South Dakota state debacle, um, or, or the win or whatever you want, you guys want to call that. Both. Um, but, uh, wins a win. <laughs> yeah. A win's a win, you know, right? Yeah, it's it, you know, you don't we don't do it on style points here. Um, but I heard a stat, and I don't know if this is true or not, but there have been seven times in the history of college of major college football where the defense has scored more points than the offense in yeah. a game that a team won. Yeah, and six of them are Iowa. Including I haven't heard the South Dakota State. I, I heard that stat until the Iowa part. I didn't know. I I wouldn't be surprised because um, I remember, you know, Kyle was part of the team when we beat Penn State, what, six to four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's happened. But I, I, I didn't know. I, yeah. I would believe it. I mean, it's, it is possible. Uh, somebody said it's happened seven <laughs> times and Iowa was involved in six. Of, and they won all six. Oh. Which I Realism. thought was, was, even, was even more interesting. Huh. That is that is an interesting stat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I haven't heard. Like I said, I think I'd heard that up to the point where it was Iowa for six of them. Also, yeah, that that's so. the part I don't. I I wasn't able to verify. And I I just I was at a church meeting tonight, and uh, I had to. We were we were we were praying for a lot of things, uh, and and believe it or not, a very little that involved the Husker football team. There's evidently other more important things in the world to. For to worry about that. I was not aware, of, but I was I was there, you know, looking to you know to play for you know the new coach, the new defensive court, you know, praying for you know praying for the sellout streak to continue, uh, you know, blah blah blah. And evidently, there's other things going on in this world that are more important than Husker football. So, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Odd. <laughs> well, can you guys hear me? You're yeah, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what the heck is going on over here. It's like I made fun of Mike about his internet, and then mine just is like God's like, oh yeah, you think that's funny? Here, here's a little bit of this. So it's called called format. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 reaping it right now, buddy. I'm feeling it. Well, I'm gonna try to hurry up and get. We're gonna try to hurry up and get through this because I'm. I'm gonna have to have a, a conversation with with my provider right now, um, who also happens to be my employer. Um, here we go. We're starting off the first one. Uh, we're gonna start with Marty. Uh, Maryland three and zero at number four. Michigan, who's also three and zero. Michigan's a seventeen point favorite against the Terrapins at the Big House, eleven a.m. on Fox. Marty, who are you taking in this one? I'm going Michigan. I think Michigan's got uh, got it going good, especially on the offense. Um, Maryland, I think it's suspect who they played so far. So I'm going Michigan. All right, Kyle, who are you taking in this one? Taking Michigan as well. All right. Just a clean pick. Clean pick, man. Keep it simple. Clean pick. All right, Mike, who are you taking in this one? Uh I'm surprised that Maryland's three and zero, but then Michigan really hasn't played anybody of substance either. So, um, I, I guess uh, it's in the big house. Um, I'll, I'll I'll take Michigan, but then then uh, you know strange things have happened in the big house before. We don't haven't uh, seemed to have forgotten Appalachian State yet. So, 
they they uh, were they were good enough to pull off another upset here a week ago at uh, Texas A&M. So, but I'll take yeah. Michigan. All right, Matt, who are you taking in this one? I'm, I'm taking Michigan as well. I don't think Maryland or Michigan have really played anything, but Michigan's definitely looked like the full team all the way around, special teams, defense, and offense. All righty. All right, we're going to move on to Minnesota at Michigan State. Now, Michigan State is a uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Mi- Minnesota's looked really good so far this year. I'm a little worried to play these guys. Uh, they've been putting up a lot of points, too. Um, we're going to start out with the sauce, M- Marty. Marty, who are you taking in this one? I am going to go with Minnesota. Right. I don't think Michigan State, they did not look good against Washington. So I uh, I think Minnesota's on a little bit of a roll. Um, it's only one and a half. Half. Some polls have Minnesota favored by one and a half too. So okay, uh, I'm going. I'm going Minnesota. All right, Kyle, who are you taking in this one? I'm going Michigan State. I don't know. Right. My gut's telling me Michigan State. All right. Well, I I don't know if it's like just the internet out in the air tonight is terrible. Like everyone is like a little glitchy. <laughs> I'm the worst. I don't know why. I have like really great internet most of the time. So. Um, all right, Mike, who are you taking in this one? I'll take the road dog. I'll take Minnesota on this one. I, I like, um, I think they're, they're looking pretty good. And, uh, uh I, I think they'll, they'll get one on the road. All right. The Miller light delight. Who are you going for in this one? I am going to take, uh, Michigan state on this one. Um, I think they're going to bounce back after that Washington loss and Minnesota hasn't really played anyone. Yeah, they've looked good against who they have played, but they haven't actually seen any like real meat to a team. Like some of the, it's, it's all been preseason games, and they've haven't been you know real big names of teams. So I, I'm going to go MSU. Okay, all right. I think that's going to be a good game. I'm really looking forward to watching that one. Um, another really good game, Marty. We have uh, Wisconsin at uh, two and one going to. Ohio State going to the shoe. Who they're three and zero. Ohio State's favored by seventeen. Wisconsin has has looked a little shaky uh, this year, and then Ohio State really hasn't looked quite as good as advertised in the preseason. Marty, who are you taking in this one? Mm, this one I've been going back and forth on ever since I saw the seventeen points. I don't, I don't know that Ohio State. I'm going to go Ohio State. Okay. I'm making it up my mind. I, it's going to be a close one though because Wisconsin. They, they they do well on the road, so I'll go Ohio State, though. That's going to be a fun one. I'm going to make sure that um, as long as I keep the fireball away, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be watching that one. So, um, uh, Mike, there was a whole conversation with the Iowa game running super late and, you know, getting delays, and uh, Adam didn't make it till the end until 2 o'clock in the morning. And my old, old fireball, I think, put, I put me down for a count. Oh, (laughs) all right. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not the young man I used to be. Kyle, (laughs) who are you taking in this one? The Wisconsin Badgers at Ohio State. I'm taking the the Wisconsin Badgers, man. I uh, I hate Ohio State with a passion and um, I just really badly want an upset. So I'm going for it. The uh, the Miller Light delight myself will be in Columbus this year, checking that place out for the first time. So Marty says it's a good time. So. It is a crazy good time. 
All right. All right. We're looking forward to it. We're not going to really have any expectations just to make it out alive. I guess that's, that's about it. Mike, who are you, who are you taking in this one, Mike? I, uh, this is one that I, I don't really like either team. Uh, but uh, my, my head says Ohio state. My, my heart says, you know, anytime Ohio state loses, you know, a puppy is born. So um, to help out the puppy population, let's go with Wisconsin. All right. I like it. I like it. All right, Matt, who you taking in this one? The Badgers and the Buckeyes. Taking the Buckeyes on this one. I just think they're going to be too much for Wisconsin. I haven't really seen or been very impressed with uh, Wisconsin's play. Um, I know they're going to wake up this one. Everybody wants to go in and beat Ohio State, especially when it's at Ohio State. So they're, they're probably going to get everything Wisconsin's got to throw at them. And it is a 17-point spread, but I, I just think uh, – Ohio State's going to cover that. And Just so uh, everybody knows, a Hawkeye and a Buckeye are not related. So, mm-hmm. no, no, no relation there. We are not relation. All <laughs> right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on. We got uh, Baylor sitting at two and one. Uh, they've just that program has, is on the rise. They uh, defending Big Twelve champions going to uh, Lames, Iowa. For the uh, Iowa State Cyclones, <laughs> who are three and zero, Ames Community College is a two-point favorite in this one. Uh, all right, Marty, who are you taking in this one, Baylor or Ames Community College, otherwise known as Iowa State University? <laughs> I think it's going to be a cyclone that hits uh, Ames uh, this weekend. I'm taking Baylor. Taking Baylor. <laughs> yep. All right. All right, Kyle. We've, we've, we've talked about Iowa State. Kyle does not really care for Iowa State too much. You're going with the Bears? I am. I'm going with Baylor. I uh, I don't know. Have I ever picked Iowa State for anything? I don't think so. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I just don't get it, man. They're just going to continue to be lame, you know, no matter what. I mean, they, they could go on and win the Big 12, you know, and I would yeah. still be like, I just I don't get it. It was magic. I don't know how they did it. The only thing I'll ever pick Iowa State for is a good veterinarian. Other than that, forget it. All right. All right, All right Mike. Who are you taking in this one? Hey, I tell you what, 20, uh, but uh, it's been over 20 years, but uh, it's kind of a family tradition for us to take uh, take people to their first Nebraska football games. And I got to take my daughter to her first game uh, when she was probably about 10 years old, and it was Baylor. And this was at the time when Nebraska was so – the Nebraska of old and Baylor was still the Baylor of old and mm. at halftime it was 52 to nothing. And, uh, oh. and then Nebraska scored again to start the second half. And my, my daughter, 10 years old, knows very little about football at that time, but knew enough to know that she turned to me and she says, dad, these guys suck. And she uh, just laid down on my lap and slept through the rest of the game. Oh. So that being said, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to uh, take Baylor. All right. Yeah, Baylor used to be terrible for a long time. And oh, they, yeah. when they, Matt Rule and Dave Aranda, is, they've really taken that program to the next level. They have a beautiful stadium, great facilities. So they've invested in that program, Matt. Who are you taking in this one, the Baylor Bears and the Iowa State Cyclones? Um, so Iowa State, you know, their preseason lineup hasn't looked that impressive. I mean, they squeaked a win out against us in our – worst form uh baylor's only loss has been by six to byu which byu's looked really good this year they're ranked in the top 20 Mm. um i'm i'm taking baylor as well 
That was a stat of the day right there, man. Utilizing the stat team right there. That was that was impressive. And, you know, I was having some major, major issues. We need to remind everybody that the six-pack challenge is brought to you by Meyer Electric. Meyer Electric. Shockingly good service since 1833. A long time, long, long time family business. Meyer Electric. Electrifying service. Right. I've heard a lot of buzz about them. What's that? Yeah, a lot of buzz about them. I like that. I see. I see what you're doing there. I like it. <laughs> good. That's a good plug. I like it's an, electri- it. ah. it's an electrifying organization. Yeah. You know, we need those. We need I've got a million of them. We need those sponsorship dollars to keep this podcast alive. I need them to pay my internet bill. Otherwise, this stuff's <laughs> going to keep happening. <laughs> So, uh, uh, welcome to amateur hour. Anyone that's still listening right now, we appreciate it. Thanks for putting up with, 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 uh, the worst host in America right now. Um, all right, guys, we're moving on Marty. We're going to take a look at Indiana, kind of a, 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 a little surprisingly good three and O going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by 14. Is Indiana going to be able to pull off the upset here? No, no, no. I think Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati, I haven't watched them yet, but I read up on this a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Cincinnati in the 14 points. Okay. All righty. Kyle, who are you taking in this one? I'm going to go Cincinnati 14 points. Um, again, I, uh, I hate streaming away from the big 10. Um, Indiana has a very small soft spot in my heart, but uh, I'm, yeah, I don't think they're going to pull it off. It's going to be a tough one. Luke Fickle's really got that program rolling. Um, Mike, who who are you taking in this one? Indiana at Cincinnati. That's uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. Cincinnati's going to blow out Indy Anta. Yeah, that's, I like that too. Indy Anta. I haven't heard that one. Indy Anta. <laughs> All right, he's going with the Bearcats. What about the Miller Light Delight? Who are you taking in this one, buddy? I'm going to agree with these guys on this one and uh, go with Cincinnati as well. Um, and Indiana's three and zero wins. They barely beat Western Kentucky, and you know Cincinnati's one losses was to a, a, ra- a highly ranked uh, Arkansas team. So I, I just think that they're rolling pretty well, and they're going to take this one off. Okay. All right. It's clean sweep for the Bearcats. That'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on <clears throat> coming Saturday to see. All right. The game of the week, the most important, important game in America. Mikey C is super excited for this one. He's going to be watching it at home. Really pumped. The <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes at two and one are favored by seven going to Piscataway, New <clears throat> Jersey, the armpit of America. They're going to play Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers is 3-0. and oh. Anyone that's been to New Jersey, when Matt and I were there, we were not impressed. Well, Matt, you didn't go. You were, I didn't go to that one. No, um, it's Rutgers, still in my bucket. Rutgers is a lot of police sirens going all the time. Um, yeah. But they're, they're a good time. They were a fun fan base and uh, got along with the Rutgers fan base pretty well. So we're just kidding about the armpit of America. Um, Marty, Rutgers can put up some points. They're averaging 34.7 points a game. Uh where do you see this one going? Are the Hawks going to be able to move it to three and one and pull this one out? All we need this week, all we need is a decent performance from Spencer and the O-line. And I think we've got this one in the bag. Rutgers, um, I did read up. They're having some quarterback problems of their own. Mm. Uh, they get, He got hurt 
last week, I guess. That's right. He did. So all we need is a decent performance. I think our defense will shut Rutgers down. I don't care how many points they've averaged, but uh, I think a decent performance from the offense and um, we get this one, uh, give away the seven points. Kyle, what do you think? We're going out to see the fighting Greg Shianos out there in Rutgers. Are we going to be able to get the job done? I think that they, you know, this, even though this was a very long drawn out win for the Hawkeyes, I think this was a boost of confidence for them. And, you know, we traditionally do to do pretty well on the road. Uh, I never personally never played at Rutgers. Um, I don't know too much about them other than I do know that uh, my old position coach and ended up going there. Um, and another one, Daryl Wilson ended up going there as well. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm going with Iowa. Um, I just feel like they are a bit on an upswing. You know, I, I hope that the place is buzzing there at the Jacobson Athletic Building, or whatever it's called now. Um, and I, I just, I have that, I feel that vibe. You know, they're going to fly out there and not dominate. It's going to be a hard-fought win, but they'll, they'll squeak it out. All right. Okay, Mike, who are you taking in this one? We got the Hawkeyes going all the way out to the East Coast to play Rutgers. What, what do you think here? I, I think it just comes down to if, if Iowa can get their offensive uh, act together. I think I, I'm not impressed with Rutgers. Um, I, I don't think that they're that they're that good a team. And, and Nebraska plays them later on this year. I'm hope I'm hoping that's one of our wins uh, in in Big Big Ten conference play. If if uh, um, if we can ever get things straightened out here in Lincoln uh, or here in Nebraska, but uh, I I like. Uh, I like Iowa if, if they can, like I said, if they can get their offensive things worked out and uh, uh, can play well on the road. I think they, I think they'll they'll uh, beat Rutgers. They, they might not cover seven, but uh, I think they'll get a win. Hey, we love to hear a hug. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the support. And, and I should I, sh- I should add that I'm I am stone cold sober right now. So, <laughs> really, mm, even better. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we, for what it's worth. Wish, so. <laughs> wish the rest of my crew could say that because that's not the not the case probably right now. <laughs> All right, Matt, who are you taking in this one? We got the Hawks against the Scarlet Knights. Are we going to be able to get the job done? Um, they're, they move the ball. They, they get a lot of penalties. Um, they're a very highly penalized team. Um, they're rushing for about 227 yards a game. That, on top of the, those passing stats, that worries me a little bit. Yeah, um, I can see that. But, I mean, our defense is top six in the country. I think that we can shut most of that down, um, especially with some quarterback struggles. Uh, the only – good win that Rutgers has had this year is against Boston College they squeaked it out by one so otherwise their other two games have been cupcakes and you know of course they blew them out because their offense is a little more high flying but uh, with what I saw for some improvements if they just keep that momentum going into this game against Rutgers I think Iowa is going to be able to cover that mm. we Might got be a, nothing we got we got a night game so Adam put the fireball away Take your time. You got to pace yourself. It's a marathon, not marathon. a sprint. Marathon. That's right. Are there, are there yeah. thunderstorms predicted forecast uh, for Saturday? It, I hope it, not. If there is, I'm buying Bush NA and, <laughs> and get myself through. Because does uh, <laughs> um, anybody got any big plans this weekend for the college football weekend? Anybody going to any games or just relaxing at home? Anybody got any big plans? I'm. 
I'm I'm uh, putting thousand dollars down on Nebraska to cover this week against Idle. Hey, yeah, All good. Right. That's a good bet. Solid. All right. I, I, I like the, I like uh, I like it. So I'm, I'm okay. going for the Huskers against Idle this week. All right. All wow. we gotta do is win by one. All right. <laughs> what about you guys? Anything else? I'm having a few uh, neighborhood uh, Hawk fans over um, just to watch the game. Probably, nice. get really, probably get really drunk. No way. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He just telling it how it, it. telling it how it is. That's oh man, I had a hell of a week at work this week. It was jam packed, and when the weekend came, I was like, all right. I was staring at that Tito's bottle. I'm like, you and I are going to be getting pretty close this weekend. That was a, it was a rough yeah, one. You look like hell Friday night. That's every Friday night, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet to me. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> That's just how I look, you know. So that's why I'm always apologizing to my wife every day. I'm like, thank you for putting up with this mess. That's uh, a um, just just so you God, guys God bless her. Yes. Just so you guys know, um, last week I picked perfectly, so I'm only down by one. It's uh, Marty and Kyle are still at seven, and Adam and I are at six. So I I narrowed the gap down one. See, I told you, you guys, he's squirrely. He's a possum. He's going to lay in the weeds, and then he's going to strike when the time's right. He did this crap last year, too. So don't, don't think he got a lead. He likes to act like he doesn't know what he's doing, and then he sneaks in at the end and wins. So He'll choke. He'll choke. Yeah. Float like a butterfly, sting like a yeah, bee. Yeah, you got to watch out for the dumb. Uh-oh. What, what did you say, Mike? What was that, Mikey? Gotta watch out for the dumb ones. <laughs> All right. Thanks for getting nasty. That means it's time to end the show. Everyone's they're the dangerous staying. ones. <laughs> they 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 can be. They can be. Oh, All right, guys. I kid because I care. Hey. <laughs> I only make fun of people I care about. So all right, everybody. Um th- again, right. thanks for listening. Make That's sure to uh, like, su- subscribe, and share this mess out to all your friends and family. Let everyone know and uh Let's get her done, boys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Good luck this week.